0: Now, Now. real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan,
1: Ireland's classic hits radio.
0: We're going to go live to New York City to speak to a young Irish woman who is making waves. Amy Wiley is the founder of Active with Amy, an online coaching service for women who teaches women to be stronger from the inside out by bringing a movement of mindfulness together. She's a full time content creator. That means for those, by the way, a little bit younger that she creates content for social media and has just moved stateside into what is a very competitive space for influencers, who I'm sure you've heard of on many occasions. And she joins me on the line. Amy, hi, how are you? Hello, how are you keeping? Lovely. Uh, See, I'm expecting to hear some American on the phone, but no, I'm hearing Amy from Ireland. There you go. No, Amy from County Clare, that's
1: it. I'll never lose the accent as long as I'll be here.
0: And when did you go to New York, by the way? When did you move?
1: So I'm here six weeks today, so still fresh off the boat, but it's not my first rodeo here. I've done two J1s beforehand, so I think that kind of made up my mind into where I was to move when the time came about, which happened six weeks ago.
0: And was it hard for you to get the work permit to get over there from a permanent point of view?
1: Yeah, so it took a long time and a lot of paperwork. Being self-employed, it's not like a linear journey per se. Lots of paperwork, lots of proof. Um, so it was the bones of 10 months from January this year until October when I moved over. That's how long it took.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's a bit, a bit of time. And and, you, you, and did it cost, does it cost for those interested in doing it? Does it cost much money to do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does really. Okay. So you have to hire like an immigration lawyer to do so. But come here, like the way you look at it is, is like... It's your future, isn't it? Where The way I looked at it is it's the future. It's... New York, like opportunity-wise, and especially for, I suppose, the job I work in. Okay. It's great to be here, so an investment for sure.
0: Absolutely. And I suppose nowadays, too, the the world is everybody's oyster, really, with remote working and all that kind of stuff. So you could be working anywhere in the world for someone else, somewhere else in the world. So a New York City look is just a hub of activity, really, and, and the right contacts, I suppose, too. But what you do, you're the founder of Active With Amy. And it's an online coaching service for women, which teaches women to be stronger from the inside out. So I'm assuming, are they, are they women who want to, you know, just, I suppose better themselves, be more successful, have more confidence in themselves? or What What exactly, when you say you, you, you teach women to be stronger from the inside out, explain that to me a bit more.
1: Yes, that's exactly what it is. So my background is actually in psychology. Before I even got into entrepreneurship or the whole content creation world, um, I studied psychology in NUI Galway for four years. So it's a massive massive passion of mine and i suppose my whole coaching ethos stronger from the inside out is everything begins and ends in our minds so where we can control our minds we control everything else now of course we add active and Amy, um, we focus on mindset but also with it comes like the fitness side of things and the nutrition side of things and just overall everything that you know increases our health and our overall mm. confidence and just to have more energy and to overall just be happier on a day-to-day basis that's
0: yeah, Thank because i, I suppose if you're not healthy and you're not eating well and you're not you know you're not fit you can't really feel good about yourself either it's difficult to feel good about yourself when you feel kind of lethargic and lazy and lacking energy
1: yeah absolutely like it all plays into one another but i think i suppose actually amy just it, it differentiates from every other coaching service in the way that it, we focus from our mindsets first everything else of course is super important too but focusing on the inside then the, the outsides will naturally come as a result of that as well and it will make things a lot easier for a person too.
0: And do you get women that will come to you, I mean, what sort of women, walks walks of life, are they women that may have had maybe a problem in the past, come out of a bad relationship, or where their confidence was knocked, or maybe lost a job and their confidence was knocked? Is it generally people who's had a knock in their confidence? Um,
1: I wouldn't say so. Like, of course, we have people that would have had that per, per se. Um, but overall, I think just... The common denominator of people that come, or the thing that they have, that we have, we see, and that it, all the women have in common is they just want to improve their overall health, which is just absolutely amazing. Like to 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 know that, and to go and look for a service to, I suppose, better yourself and make yourself happier and have more energy, so you can show up better in the world and for yourself. And
0: mm-hmm. um, that's
1: that's where we come in, and it's just great to see people looking for that service. And I'm just so grateful to be able to give it.
0: And what I mean, what if I came to you as a, I'm obviously not a woman, um, but if I came, but is it only women that you do it? Yes, only okay. women. Okay, so if I came to you as a woman and I said, look, I just I'm knocking on doors, nothing's happening for me. I don't seem to be able to focus on what I really want. I'm doing this job for three months. I'm working as a waitress at this job for two months. I'm I'm just I'm not I'm just not going anywhere. what sort of advice would you give to somebody in that position who feels their life is just doesn't have a target so to speak and that's usually what the problem with people is they don't have a focus or a target
1: yeah so we wouldn't more we wouldn't as much i suppose work on the whole like lifestyle factors it would be more so the person as a whole and their health so you know putting them in the like most optimal position possibly where they feel their best where they're their strongest for example if they're in the gym or if they decide to go running pace training and getting their nutrition on point to like a degree where they feel good in themselves, getting their sleep to a good um, good level too. It's like, it's a one-to-one service for, I suppose, mainly based around, if we were to say like exercise, nutrition, but focus on the mindset. So mm. we wouldn't more so as much deal with the lifestyle factors per se, but of course these do come up and we will give advice, um, but it's more so focusing on the person as a whole and like optimizing their health as a whole. So then they are more equipped and I suppose more confident in themselves to make those decisions for themselves then as well.
0: And when you kind of move to America, is it is this kind of thing more appealing to an American audience, or is it, are Irish people kind of catching up? Are we caring about ourselves a bit more now? I mean, I know Americans have always cared about themselves more than we do. So is that the is that the reason for the move to America that you you know it's just there's better opportunities there.
1: I think the thing for me is um environment's a huge impact and i when there's a busy city and when there's get-goers around me and there's people that are working hard that rubs off on me hugely um like i love my home in county Clare, i love it with all my heart and it'll all like it'll always be home to me but what i found is i was just getting a little bit complacent in myself and to grow a business and to get, scale a business and to help as many people as you possibly can i need to be in a good environment to do so where you know i have energy from external factors or i'm pushed from ex- external factors where, per se, I wasn't getting at home. And then another massive side of my job is the whole content creation side. And I think it's a it's a lot more, I, I don't know if advanced is the right terminology to use, but it's a lot more common here, per se, to be in content creation. It's still a space, I think, back home that's not fully understood. Um, and that was holding me back a small bit. So I think, yeah, a huge thing for, for the move was the whole, I suppose, social media content creation side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, to to accelerate the the coaching service itself because and you know you can't sell anything unless you market it correctly. Well. I was going to
0: say social media is a huge part of all of this now, isn't it? You know, and I'm 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 looking at your Instagram account by the way if anyone want to go onto it it's active with Amy, and you know and there's lots of pictures of you there you know working out and all sorts of things and pictures of obviously clients or people that you know that have you've dealt with in the past and how they've changed themselves from you know looking I won't say looking bad to looking good but looking less healthy to looking more healthy. Uh, And, you know, so I suppose it does work. But I mean, in Ireland, I find that people just don't seem to care about them as much as themselves as much as they should.
1: Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I think we just don't, I suppose, have as much confidence in ourselves, um, which is kind of sad to say. But I do think it is changing slightly, like obviously Mm. with the growth of social media, like that's going to exemplify that, of course. But it's just it's so much bigger here and the market is so much bigger here. Um, And just like, even for for work and motivation to work, I just find that I'm more, I'm better, I'm able to show up better here, I suppose.
0: Yeah, and you have to be very dedicated because I'm looking at pictures here, you know, and you're showing off your muscles, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, So you have to be very dedicated to doing it as well. I mean, so you have to give it time, you know, because I know people who go, oh, yeah, I'm going to perk up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, whatever. And and, uh, I'm going to join the gym. And then they end up going once every two weeks or something like that. So you have to be very, if you really want to succeed at this, you have to be dedicated, don't you?
1: Oh, absolutely. But what I think and what I see a lot in my job is just people strive to be perfect, but we we live in an imperfect world. Like, it is not possible to be perfect all the time. It is not possible to have a week where you tick off everything. It is normal to have weeks where you fall off. It's normal to have days. It's normal to have nights out. It's normal to have meals out. We basically, like, I teach and we teach at Active With Amy, you know to the person that is okay to do that to be okay with that yes it may slow down your progress a tiny bit but would you prefer to go out and have a meal with your family to be happy to make those memories and then you get straight back to it tomorrow and it's not like this like grueling program that you need to do not at all it's there to help you to it's basically a long-term lifestyle yeah. change and it's one that's sustainable I, I, um, and of course it does take time but just mm. teaching that you don't need to be
0: perfect when doing it. Yeah I was going to talk about the time because I'm looking at some of the client testimonials talking about for example the one girl here I started coaching with Amy to improve my confidence and to regain my motivation uh, to go to the gym I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and challenge myself and somebody else mentions that they used your, an app so are you using an app now or is that the technology that you're using or or how is that doing for you?
1: Yes, so I have my own app where all the programs, all the nutritional side of things are in it. But at the moment, I'm actually, I'm bringing out a brand new group coaching in January. So I'm in the works for that at the moment, which is going to be a lot more educational. So I'm putting together educational um, presentations on everything you need to know about mindset, about exercise, about nutrition. Um, And basically, for the past couple of months, I have been at capacity with waiting lists. And like my whole aim with my business is to help as many women as I possibly can in this this Mm. realm, because it's something I'm so passionate about. So I'm just going to have to change things around a bit. So group coaching will be coming out in January, which will mean that I'll be able to help more people. Um, thankfully. Yeah. Um.
0: Well, Eva was very happy with you anyway. <laughs> Eva said she used your app. She said her app was very easy to use and it really helped me with my tracking, my food, exercise daily, always motivating me to uh, progress a little bit more each week. So what what does the app do? The app shows you the exercises that you should do does it suggest foods you should eat or do they have a personal kind of one-to-one with you every now and again using the app or how does that work?
1: Yeah, so the app has the person program in it where they'll have complete video demonstration breakdowns, full form description breakdowns. They can start it, and then it's an interactive one as well so they'll be able to fill out their exercises as they go along, the weight they're lifting, how they're progressing and then it all generates like over periods of time the progressing this particular client will have made. On top of it then um, they do get, like anybody that does sign up will get personalised calories and protein targets for themselves which is completely um individualized and calculated by myself which is available in the app for them to see and then all their food that they track i can see on my end as well just to obviously yeah you know see that give them advice on it and everything and make sure that we're in adherence with the goal that we have in mind
0: yeah and I, I suppose, a, a, again, talking about New York City, so you've been over there now a little while now, so you're kind of getting the hang of it. Uh, social media and influencers, there's a lot more of them over there than there is here, that's for sure. Um, is there big competition over there for influencers and social media and trying to get affirmation and likes and uh, re, reposts or re- whatever it is, retweets? Is there big uh, competition over there?
1: Do you know what? I wouldn't say so. And I don't look in social media. I know I work in it, but I don't look at it that way. The way I like to see social media is a means for me to tell a story. So I like to capture my days through a lens and I like to share it for people to see and for people to enjoy, because I understand that I'm in a privileged position to be able to to move here and to move my business here and to live here. Um, but I like, you know, not everybody back home will have that means to, to experience that. So for me being able to see my, like, you know, being able to live my life in New York, being able to capture it, and then being able to share it for people to enjoy makes me the happiest person ever. So it's never going to be a competition for me. It's going to be mm. something that I can share my passions and my enjoyment and, you know, my ups and downs in life with the people that are following along with me, which I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm so grateful for them to be here because without them, I wouldn't be living this life that I am.
0: And, and is it hard to switch off? Because I know because if you want to call myself account content creator, I have my own podcast that I do live every day as well. So, you know, and it's sometimes, you know, when a news story comes in, you feel you need to do it on a Friday, because I normally don't do it on Friday. So you kind of hard to find to switch yourself off. Do you Are you able to switch off if you're a content creator? And I suppose creating content is your way of making a living. So is it difficult for you to switch off?
1: Oh my God, absolutely. Like, you'll understand it yourself. Any content creation you've worked in a podcast or anything like that, like, you can't. And as much as I do try to, there always is something that you're doing. And like, even running a business, like, I try to take off weekends, but I never get weekends off. But I suppose it's it's the life I signed up for. There's nothing I would rather be doing. So kind of with the pros and cons, I accept the cons that do come with it. But no, can never switch off. And especially living in New York City as well, you're never going to switch off yeah. being here because the city does not shut up ever, never stops.
0: And By the way, who's your inspiration or who inspired you to do all this? Was there somebody that you saw doing it and you went, God, that really appeals to me. I mean, who was your inspiration? Not your man, Joe, that used to do it during the COVID, I suppose. But who who's your inspiration for all this?
1: Do you know what? I honestly can't think of like a particular inspiration for this. So I accidentally fell into like the social media content creation world back in 2017 before it was like normal or per se cool to do so. I just, I've naturally been a creative person. I love to like share stories. I love to talk. I love to help. Um, And I think it just came from that. And then I think I found a passion in like video creating. Um, Like I do the daily vlogs on my Instagram and stuff and, Yeah, I just I found such a passion in the whole storytelling side of it and then of course being able to to build a business out of my passion to help people as well has been incredible so I don't know if there was one particular person that inspired me it was just I knew I wanted more and I knew I wanted to help and it just came in this realm.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at you there during the exercise. I'm actually tired looking at it. To be honest, as I'm watching you carrying weights and doing the pull-ups and everything else, and I actually feel exhausted just looking at you. Well done, Jamie. By the way, fair play. Somebody else wants to well, know: Is the cost of living uh, crisis bad in New York City? Somebody wants to know. Some of the questions people send into the show are ridiculous. But the, the cost of living crisis is it? Is it expensive now living in New York? Because the last time I was there uh, on a holiday was some years ago, but five, oh, maybe seven years ago, eight years ago. I was there for a weekend and it, it was so expensive i found new york because i tend to go to florida i like florida it's a bit cheaper but new york was just too expensive
1: yeah i know it is but i suppose the way i look at it is the the city itself is giving me what i need from it so like the motivation to work the drive to work the opportunity like you can walk outside your door and you don't know who you're gonna bump into in a given day so although yes it is expensive i kind of i'm getting out of the city what i need to like, I'm not going to miss, and I'll be home for Christmas, and I'll be delighted to go back to my 4 euro flat whites from the coffee shop rather than my eight, nine-dollar ones
0: here. But yeah, it is, it is an expensive. Yeah, Ben is texting. He says, hi, Nile. Can she give me some idea of the cost of the lawyer? Uh, what visa is she on? Because I missed my chance with a grad visa, whatever the hell that is. Um, so Ben wants to know, he wants to know a little bit more about how you managed to get yourself over there, I suppose. Is it the cost of a lawyer? You don't have to give me the exact cost of what you paid, but is the cost of a lawyer expensive?
1: For the one I got, so my visa is an O-1 visa, so it's like a particular type of visa. It was expensive, but what I would say to Ben is I did a whole YouTube video on my on my, on my my visa process. Like I literally went into the cost, I went into how I got it for the criteria. So if you look up my name, Amy, A-M-I-E, W-I-L-E-Y, on YouTube, it'll come up and like it will literally answer every single one of the questions you have on the visa
0: process. And what was that visa you got again? What was the name of that one? An o- O-1?
1: It's called the O-1.
0: And what's that visa for? Is that for somebody who's particularly skilled in some field or something like that? Yeah,
1: ex- yes, exactly, yeah. So mine was from being a business owner and content creator.
0: Okay, all right. Um, somebody else wants to know, what does she hope for the future? Why are you asking the lady that? Um, well, I'm a success, I assume, Amy, is what she'd hope for the future. Um, um, Just
1: to wake up and to be happy and to enjoy what I do because that's exactly where I'm at right now. That's all I... I think
0: about. Yeah. Is New York more positive somebody else wants to know? Is it more positive over there? Are people more positive generally speaking?
1: Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. There's a lot of doom and gloom all over the world at the moment. There's nothing like us Irish people. Like, we are a ray of sunshine. People here tend to be a little grouchier, a little angrier, but I think it's just what comes with the city. You have to have a bit of thick skin living here for sure.
0: Yeah, and so, we also, so where are most of your customers based? Are they based, are you appealing mainly to an American audience? Um, well, I suppose you're appealing to people online as well, so it's not just an American audience, but I suppose the one-to-ones would have to be American, wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, no, it's a mix. It's a mix between Irish and American, but I do have a few in life that likes it, like Australia, um, but that's, that's the joys with online coaching. You can you can yeah. you can coach from anywhere.
0: Do you think, by the way, the obsession with image nowadays, and I primarily talk about females because, although it is happening to men too, young men as well, but the obsession with image, uh, do you think it's a dangerous obsession sometimes?
1: Oh, absolutely. That is the whole reason that I made Amy to be stronger, like as in the focus to be from your inside out. Of course, everybody has a physical goal that they want to achieve. Absolutely. Like someone will be lying if they said that they didn't. But to train, not even to train someone, but to teach someone right to to focus on how they're feeling, to focus on their energy levels, to focus on how much stronger they're getting, to know like there may be like a man that comes to me that I coach that wouldn't have been able to pick up like a heavy box off the floor. But after me coaching them, they can do that to teach them to change their mindset from solely focusing on a weight or solely focusing on a physical appearance is exactly what we do here. But yes, definitely. And I think with the like heightened social media world that we live in now, it is something that is more fixated on for sure.
0: Could you teach me to touch my toes? Because I haven't been able to Absolutely. touch my toes. I'm not overweight. I'm only 12 stone. I'm, I'm quite a slight person, right? But I have a complete inability to touch my toes. If I, I'm going to stand up here and try. OK, I, let me see. The furthest I can get down. Without bending my knees, obviously, is just below my knees. And other people do it and I see them do it and I go, I know I am 60, but I'm in good shape for 60. But I can't understand, don't be laughing, my producer Jane started laughing when I said that. As you get older, you're restricted movement, can you do something about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would always say like, even like the whole, I suppose argument on resistance training, like Resistance training and weightlifting, for example, especially for women, is incredible. And especially going into old age per se, like the lowers the risk of like osteoporosis, obviously has bone density and everything like that. So it's not just that you're lifting weights to look a physical way. You're doing it for your health and for longevity in the long run as well. But if I was to talk about you touching your toes, it just means consistency, time and a good mobility a good mobility um, programme for you.
0: And is it, is it something wrong with the muscles in my back that it just won't allow me to bend over? In other words, in time if I keep trying, it'll, I'll eventually be able to do it. Is that what you're trying to say to me?
1: Yeah, absolutely. All you have to strive to be is one percent better every day. I think mm. touching your toes is definitely achievable. It's just up to you at the end of the day to be consistent with the with the programme if yeah. you want to if you want to do
0: it. Hi Jane, my producer, Jane, can you touch your toes? Oh, you can, okay. Because you your show off. <laughs> she's quite fit actually yeah she's always bouncing around the studio there she's like a furby on acid to that young one out there swear to god well look it's been wonderful talking to you if people want to get more information you have an app you also have your Instagram account where's the best place to contact Jamie
1: the best place would be my Instagram so I spell my name a little differently it's A-M-I-E underscore Wiley which is W-I-L-E-Y so Amy Wiley
0: Amy Wiley Amy, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And by the way, good luck in New York. I hope you have a wonderful future over there and a very successful business and a successful future. And thank you for joining us this evening.
1: Thank you very much for having me on.
0: Now, now real people, real opinions. Nighttime talk with Niall Boylan. Ireland's classic hits radio.